listen up and watch if you're able to a podcast called the reach around table sounds like a sex move but i swear it's not i wrote it down never heard it out loud we got brian reacher and his friend chris reacher it's a reach around table reacher 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 reach around table Hey everyone, it's the Reacher Roundtable Podcast is what it's known as, Um, and we're back, and we're here, and it's episode numero five, uh, and we are discussing episode five of the show Reacher, and I'm here with my uh, brother, and his name's Brian Reacher, and he's kind of the nerdy uh, brother who's not as tough as me and I'm kind of known as the tougher brother and the cooler brother and he's kind of the eh, I'll, I'll I'll bring my pencil to the fight kind of brother hey Brian yeah so this is episode six right no this is episode five we've done six this it, is the sixth one we're doing yeah but the first one was episode zero yeah well I don't believe in zero yeah, it's that zero doesn't exist, actually. Oh, interesting that zero doesn't exist, and yet he's heavily discussed in these shows, and his name is Joe Reacher. Um, That's so not right. You don't say that about Joe. Well, I've just a lot of good Joe content in this episode, by the way. Oh yeah, he basically shows that he's a coward. He apologizes, and that his tough brother has to step in and show how a real fucking tough guy handles things. Yeah. Um, but we we don't want to sit here and fight because that's not what people tune in for. Um, <clears throat> I didn't even used to hate Joe Reacher. Um, to be honest, it was just your insistence that he is better than Jack. And then I felt the need to defend Jack and therefore attack Joe. And I feel like you've basically manufactured all of this. But um, I also realized something as well, uh, Brian, that I have a little notepad that has my um, the beginning of this episode. Um, and then I, I switched over to the phone. But the beginning part is on a notepad that I have to go grab. Now, could you vamp for 15 seconds? Yeah, I can vamp for 15 seconds. Can you believe this motherfucker writes things down with a pen? Silly. What what kind of a fucking guy carries a pen around these days and and a notebook? Crazy. It's a crazy behavior. That's a Jack Reacher behavior, not a Joe Reacher behavior. Okay, I'm who back. probably keeps his notes on a computer oh, like you, the rest of are us. Are you talking about fucking Joe Reacher? I'm saying Joe probably keeps his notes on a computer like the rest of us. Well, he doesn't write things I mean, down with a pen. That's interesting that you say that because I actually had to stop because I'm so not used to writing things with a pen or a pencil <laughs> that my hands started getting tired from doing it. And so I had to switch over to my phone, and that really does show what where, what's happened to our generation, right? Yeah, that's a real, yeah, millennials over here with their phones, mm-hmm. you know, type. I'm the same, man. I, I like, uh, I use my phone. I've been typing my thoughts or whatever, the writing you do, yeah. you know, when you're doing stand-up and shit. I've been putting those in Google Docs for since I discovered google docs i hate writing with a pen it's the Hmm. worst feeling in the world yeah i mean i used to definitely do it a lot but i i really don't anymore at all um you know what the worst part about being on video and i mean i say on video of course we've not released any video episodes so there's no real confirmation that that actually does exist but when i go and i take a little piece of hair off of my tongue like i just did 
Uh, if it was audio only, no one would have any idea. But because it's video, they see that kind of thing. Um, I wish I could have seen it, but I can't see you either. So yeah, yeah, no, that is true. Um, yeah. So you just finished watching this episode, uh, Brian? Is that correct? Uh, yeah, a half hour ago. I, I, it was. Uh, I don't think I need to say it was three forty-five. I, I don't. Uh, think anybody would know what day it is or where that fits in my calendar so you think that's irrelevant but you very recently before and me as i just finished watching it like moments before i mean i timed it down where i would finish the episode at i mean one o'clock which again i mean that time doesn't mean anything uh to anyone um, but yeah, just finished watching it. a much better episode last week was, I, I want to say the only bad episode in the, and not even a bad episode, but the, the worst episode of the, of the series is episode four. No doubt. It's kind of lackluster. Uh, this episode bounces back a uh, much better episode. Doesn't have tons of fighting has a one, a couple of good ones, oh, but yeah, it's got a fight that I was waiting for. Yes, absolutely. Um, but it just has a lot of uh, the plot moves forward a lot and you get a lot of new information. In fact, there's one scene. We'll talk about it when we're going through. There's the one scene where he's walking in the, in the um, park with Neely and they must introduce like eight new pieces of information just in that <laughs> one conversation that happens in like 45 seconds. So it's a, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode. It uh, starts off, though with something very familiar and that is they're driving along, you know, they're, Oh, blah, blah, the, the lady died who we've never even met before. They're all sad about it. You know, <laughs> yeah. they never even met her before. I mean, I guess they feel bad cause it is their fault in a way. They were on the phone with her for a little bit. You know, when, back when I was in school, you would sit and talk on the phone with people for hours and you would grow a deep connection with them. They're phone and, friends. Uh, maybe that was it. Yeah. You think they were phone friends? Yeah, they're like Twitter people. I never met Chris in real life. I consider him a friend, though. And if you died, yeah, I would m- maybe fly to Vancouver to attend your funeral. I you, would maybe yeah. do that. I don't know that, like, and, and this isn't meant as no offense to you, but I just like I don't know who <laughs> would organize my funeral. I don't know who would be invited. I don't know how that would work. So, like, if I were deciding, you would be invited to my funeral, definitely. Well, you don't. Uh, it's not an invite situation. Funerals aren't. You People just show up, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> That's a wedding you're talking about, <laughs> which I would also maybe fly but to just, Vancouver to attend. Just imagine inviting, <laughs> inviting someone, sending them an invitation to a funeral. Yeah, it does <laughs> seem a little bit ridiculous now that, now that we talk about it. It's um, on short notice. It's actually a short notice situation. A lot of funerals are kind of just thrown together. Yeah, That's why totally. most of them aren't very good or entertaining. Yeah, and I guess maybe maybe like they would live stream mine, perhaps. You know what I mean? Maybe. Like, yeah, it could you be a lot. You put that in your will. I'm not going to make a will. Well, I'm going to. This is what's in my will. No, no, no. I'm making a will in that in that I I want to um, wherever I die, if it's legal to do it, I just want I just want them to burn me on the ground and then use a leaf blower and blow away the ashes. And like, so I'm hoping I'm like, I'm hoping to die on the hill at my like at a place I live, you know, and just my hope is 
my hope is that they just put me in like a burlap sack and toss me in the woods. That yeah. is kind of what I would like. Or that in would a be dumpster. sick. That'd be yeah, sick. A dumpster, fresh. as long as it doesn't like freak somebody out or make a nasty smell. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't want to yeah. like harsh someone's day out by like finding a corpse or whatever. So I would. Same with the woods. I'd want to make sure that it was like animals get a hold of it. That'd be dope. You know, after so, you die, yeah. yeah, they like get a hold of so, it and they start eating you. So can I just? I I think like that it would help the Reacher series and mm-hmm. kind of lore and stuff like that to get a map of Margrave. Uh, I only say this because every time somebody is en route to a place, yeah, that's that dog. That dog is the house seems like it moves. No, I mean it's a small town, so I think that like you, pr- it's probably in a in a certain location where it's just like you know it's on a major road that you often drive down when you're coming in and out of you know town or whatever. Um, but I do know what you mean. They do see, they seem to be randomly passing by this house with this dog. So just to catch everyone up, if you've been listening along, I'm sure you're aware you've been watching the show. There's this dog that's not being treated very well. Reacher doesn't like that. So they start this episode basically with them pulling up, pulling up on this guy. And, and finally, Finlay's had enough, right? This is his, his breaking point. He's reached his breaking point now. Yeah, he was pissed about this dog. He was pissed, actually. He was, like, less likely to do something about it the first time where he's yeah. like, Reacher, why are you bugging this Yeah, guy? he's like, man, mind your own business. Like, he had a sharp turn as far as, like, his attitude towards this. Uh, Reacher kind of brought him around, I think, with his, with his like, strong will about the situation. Um, and so, so basically, he says, hey, fuck this. We're taking the dog. He just decides we're stealing we're stealing this guy's dog still, right? Like at this point. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna steal this guy's dog. By, by law. I mean, they're doing the right thing. They're definitely doing the right thing, but as far as the law goes, so this kind of shows that Finlay's kind of he's taken a bit of a turn where he's not he doesn't care as much about following the rules anymore. And this is important uh to remember in a lot of different he's a- ways. He's a rogue cop now. Yeah, he's now become a rogue cop. And I'll tell you what, the fucking guy comes up and decides, oh, I'm going to fucking, you know, what the fuck are you doing kind of thing? You know, you, you know, give me my dog back. And I'll tell you what, he doesn't get his dog back, but he does get a fucking five across the eyes from a certain Jack Reacher who absolutely (laughs) thumps this guy. And then, and then, uh, Finlay's like, are you kidding me? You know, but it's like, I mean, Finlay, come on. What do you think Jack's going to do? He doesn't do anything other than punch. And also, you're, like his whole thing. he's saving you. The guy's coming after you for committing the crime of stealing his dog. You yes. know? Yeah. yeah. Which, which, even with all of Reacher's issues that he's had with this guy, he's never taken it that far as to steal the dog and take it away. You know? Yeah. Or he's never even gotten physical with the guy yet. Which no. I would have, if I was the guy, I would have been like, look, I'm going to take this dog to a fucking shelter yeah and just get it out of my life because this big meaty guy keeps coming over and punching me or threatening me and also like even if i was gonna keep it i would like put it in like a different part of the yard like around back or whatever you know just to like not be like right out on the road when they drive by because this guy's clear (laughs) he's clearly showing that if when he sees the dog he is gonna stop uh so anyways they get the dog um and oh also he chains the guy up he like throws chains over the guy 
you know, yeah, just... yeah, that I I wondered if like he was really like chained, like stuck there. No, he just kind of tossed if... them over. He just kind of tossed them over in a symbolic kind of gesture, you know, like how does that feel? But it's kind of weird because it wouldn't feel the same way because he wasn't actually chained up to your point, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I I thought that was like kind of a a more cosmetic own more than anything because it's like he can just take the thing off. It was very loose. I very thought loose. I thought Reacher was gonna choke him to death. I really, thought he cause... might. Ch- and and it's like you know, if you're sitting there saying, "Well, that's a bit extreme." Well, yeah, <laughs> but that I mean, he's <laughs> he kills a lot of people. He very... loves killing people. He does it all the time, constantly. Um, okay, so uh, they get in the car. They they say, hey, what are we going to do now? Um, he basically, Reacher says, well, first off, send it to a no-kill shelter. <laughs> That's nice of him. That's such a solid move from Reacher. Such a, you know, he's, he's um, very tough, obviously, and strong. But he showed that he's also, um, you know, he's got a soft spot for animals, uh, definitely. And then uh, he he wants to get dropped off at what's that guy's name's house? That old guy, I forget his name even now. Um, oh, Hubble, 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 yeah, Hubble, yeah. Uh, because he wants to get his ride. I think it's a Bentley. Is it a Bentley or Rolls Royce or what? What kind I of? Don't I don't know the logos for any of the. I don't cars. either. I'm not honestly. A, yeah, I thought it was a Chrysler. When I saw the back, it, I had the Chrysler I mean, it might symbol, but be, it might be it might. But I thought it had like something on the front that was like, like, like you know, like, uh, um, like an actual like ornament or something, which I don't think that yeah. particular Chrysler has. But, um, <laughs> but I yeah, so I'm not sure. But some real sick kind of ride, you know. I've talked about it before uh, in earlier episodes. Uh, this is when he actually grabs it, and uh, now he's rolling around in this sick ride, uh, which is very, very cool. Uh, the first thing he de- decides to do with this sick ride is he goes to talk to a cow. Yes, yes. I don't know why he's talking to the cow, like, out loud. But it, he it, was also, <laughs> like, kind of seemed annoyed that the cow wasn't answering questions. And it, it was because, like, I guess he, he discovered a clue which was he found one of those like hitchhiker plant things that from the crime scene. He found it out there. So like there was some connection he was thinking, you know, with these cows. Um, but yeah, the reason that he had to be out there to get that was that he was talking to cows. Like, yeah. And as you said, like, and if you want, if you just finished watching the episode, you saw he was, yeah, he was talking out loud. He wasn't, he wasn't like, um, in his head saying like hmm why did they you know he was and i guess it's a tv show you could say so that's for the benefit of the viewer i'm guessing right yeah he's also obsessed with those those burrs still it's like they're probably all over the place jack i don't think joe would get all tied up talking to a cow or with burrs on well yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't get tied wouldn't get tied up with anything he's freaking six feet under he couldn't hack it he was killed well I actually have a note here that I thought I'd bring up. Reacher got that lady killed. Uh, did Joe ever get that lady killed? That's a good question, right? But I, I'll tell you what, it was Joe's investigation in the first place that inevitably got her killed. So the answer to your question is yes. Yes, Joe did get her killed. And Joe's more responsible for her death than Jack is, even. Jack is only trying to clean up the mess that Joe has uh, uh, already, you know, started. He's trying to solve the murder of Joe. Joe, the Joe is, 
caused all of this not not jack let's let's not get this fucking twisted okay jack is simply trying to clean up the mess that his fucking brother joe has made before getting himself killed because he's soft he got joe's girlfriend killed <laughs> which is rude I think she's Joe's girlfriend. I think they're, yeah, they're definitely dating. They were, but like, so, so he goes and disappears on his, on his girlfriend, his significant other. He goes and disappears and gets himself killed. We we can't, we can't get bogged down in this, but I would say that that the, her death is the responsibility of Joe. And I think anyone who's listening and watching agrees with us. I'm sure on that. Oh, and by the way, we should watch this scene with the, um, with the, we we should, uh, uh, with the dog. Um, now we didn't watch it. I forgot to play it before, but we should play this clip. Let's see it. It's okay. What's he doing to you? Collar's cutting him. Enough of this. The collar's cutting him. So that was the thing that really got Finley. Well, they make those. What are you doing? Right? Dog didn't do anything to anybody. Doesn't deserve this. I told you to stay off my property. Here he comes. <laughs> oh. Punched him right in the Seriously? face, dude. Wow. Wow. Now he's putting the collar on Let's him, which like I didn't it. realize the collar was cutting him. Yeah, but the collar is so loose on this guy, which does also, it seems kind of odd because how is it so loose on this guy, but it was so tight on the dog. Dogs. Good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Dog is not a big dog. For people listening, no. it's a very, it's like an average sized dog. It doesn't have the neck the size of a tree trunk. Yeah, medium, maybe, medium size. Yeah. 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 We would say average um, size. Dog. So, so Reacher goes to see his. Uh, his girl, who he wants to be his girl, Roscoe, and what does he see on the side of her uh, truck but the words whore? Yeah, and then he immediately jumps to conclusions about who it is, just jumps in. He, he doesn't even talk to her. Psycho boyfriend mode. He goes full psycho boyfriend mode, which, you know, like, I don't think that, I mean, maybe certain women and people enjoy that, but I think most partners... I actually find that quite uh, terrifying. Um, oh, my wife would love it if I did that. If you went, if if somebody did something <laughs> rude to her and you went to a restaurant and beat up everybody at the restaurant in like a violent fight. Yeah. She would love it. I mean, I can't do it. I have been <laughs> lifting and working out. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll learn to fight and whip somebody's ass that she works with, you know? But whenever something bad happens to her at work, I'm like, you want me to, you know, yeah. go up there and whip their ass after work? I mean, yeah. I don't mind whipping an ass or two. I'm I'm like Joe Reacher. I'm like, I'm laid back. I, I don't whip every ass I see. But I'll whip an ass or two. So what does she say when when you ask? What does she say? No, she always says no. So then she doesn't want you to do it. So you're. I think she kind of wants me to, you know, jump them in the parking lot. I see. I think it's because I'm not in good shape. You know. I thought for a second. I I thought for a second your wife actually wanted to do you to do it. I didn't. I, I now I'm starting to understand. It's one of these delusional things where you've convinced yourself that your wife 
wants you to beat people up for her, but in reality, she's a normal person who doesn't want that to happen. Well, I mean, yeah. maybe. That's yeah. a possibility, but I, I tend to lean more towards, like, great, you know, 43 years old, and he's still offering to whip people's ass. Yeah, see, that's what him, I was going to you know? say. It, does, it's kind of, it seems like just more of a childish thing. And even then, I do, I recall that, like, I always recall uh, somebody that I knew in high school, you know, he, like, beat this guy up really badly outside of a bar, and his girlfriend, like, broke up with him afterwards because it was, like, so scary, you know? It was, like, terrifying. Yeah. It was, like, it, you know, it wasn't, like, a good thing to watch, that kind of rage or whatever. Um, so okay. let me tell you this, Chris. I know this is going a little off the beaten path, but Whoa. when I was 18, yeah. I was dating this girl, and, and she was cheating on me and all this stuff, and uh, my wife offered to whip her ass. And uh, that was before we were together. And, uh, you know, it would have been wrong to do. So you said no. Also, you said no. No, I said yes. Go for it. You know? And. Uh, Did she? Maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't. Here's the thing. It wasn't like a bullying beat up thing. It was it like was a more of it was a, a like, fair fight. It was like a It was a hundred percent fair. They were both into it. You know what I mean? It was like cool. a full thing. And then yeah, that happened. A um, long time ago. I was eighteen when that happened. That was in the nineties. That was like a normal thing to do in the nineties. That's true. And that's quite an interesting story and that takes me into the next thing that happened in the Reacher show, and that is that KJ Kleiner Jr., it, they, they, we pick up with him in the restaurant, and he's telling this fucking really shit story, like, oh, I, I had bottle rockets and cherry bombs. Like, yeah. you know, like he's yeah, like... Yeah, he was blowing up turlets or something, but is like, what it sounded like. But, like, dude, isn't he... He's supposed to be some like hardcore, like rich, like super powerful kind of guy, you know. And he's like telling these like really juvenile kind of stories. But anyways, Reacher shows up. Um, he we find out Reacher played football. Yes, for Army. Um, now Kleiner noticed uh, that he only played one game, and so what happened exactly? Do you want to tell everyone what happened, Brian? Uh, yes. They had to take him out because he was too violent. Too, too violent, violent for, for football, football on Army. Well, we're talking about, you know, what? what when do you think he played football? Ten years ago, maybe? It's tough to we say. At, well, we're looking at, like, Yeah, we're looking at guy, late 20s, maybe early 30s, so maybe 10 to 15 years ago. So, I mean, we're in the concussion era at that time, so I could see, you know... Hey, buddy, stop concussing people. He we was don't like that. Anymore. He was concussing too many people, and he was too. But I, I would say that I, you would give him more than one game, regardless. You know, it just it seems suspicious, even from like I love Reacher, and I never would second guess him. But it seems like there might be something else that happened. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I don't know what Reacher was doing. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe he was being a dick to the other players. You know, you think about there could have been disciplinary scrimmage. issues. Like he definitely does not like. He could have had issues with the coaches, couldn't you see that? Like he does not like to listen to people at all. 
Um, no. You know, definitely problem with authority. Um, seems but, like I'm gonna I'm gonna just say this, Chris. Uh, mm-hmm. This seems like a lie from Reacher, and I'm gonna say it's kind of sad. In it a way, seems like a lie, but I but I bet it's not. I bet it's not a, it's lie. a lie. It's it's one of those ones. <laughs> it's one of those ones that seems like a lie because it's so ridiculous. But he, you have to remember, he lives a ridiculous life. It's not like yours or mine. They made a TV show and books about him and a movie about him. So <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying, it sounds like maybe and this is just a maybe we don't know the answer to this maybe he just wasn't very good at football that's all i'm saying oh yeah he got cut and now he's like oh i was too violent for football but it's like come on you know it's like Mm -hmm. when somebody chickens out in a fight yeah and then they're like well i did it because i was gonna whip his ass too hard it's the same thing yeah i don't know i don't know i think that I think I agree there might be more to it, but it's like I think maybe it all had to do with his hyperviolence, I think. I think it really all did come down to his hyperviolence, definitely. Well, is that the official reason, though? I would love to Jack Reacher to bring us a, uh, a oh, newspaper well, clipping. Yeah, well, hey, if you need someone to look into the records and you go get Joe, he'll <laughs> he'll go well, bring out his laptop and go look into the records. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, it would um, actually be really helpful. Reacher, just, like, just like all the other stuff Joe's done. Reacher says a really good line here where he says, what kind of man are you? A stupid man? <laughs> I love this scene, by the way. I just was waiting for this, and there is a part. Uh, well, actually, you can describe it, and I'll tell you what part I thought was really funny. Well, was it when he said you don't know what it feels like when I hit you? I mean, that, that was part was funny. I think the part I found to be the funniest is that like there is this vibe that Kleiner Jr. maybe could have like evened up the fight with like a steak knife yeah. from the table. You know, like because he's holding the knife and they're like separate these guys because you never fucking know who's gonna win this fight. And it's like no, Reacher was gonna. Get- could kill him i mean yeah definitely yeah there's no chance right if you get stabbed i mean reacher's already been he gets stabbed he gets stabbed a lot he gets stabbed super right he's been stabbed like five or six times in the the past month or whatever (laughs) yeah he doesn't give a shit about stab. he just puts a little duct tape on his jacket and fucking goes off on his own you know um so i think they broke it up though because they they probably knew that that was going to happen and they're all in kleiner's pocket you know so they're all like hey let's make sure that kleiner doesn't get killed here i mean the person who annette who eventually breaks up the fight for real is kleiner senior is his dad his daddy comes along and 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 kind of says hey hey let's calm everything down here um, and then he starts in with a little bit of a fight with our our man who's not following the rules anymore a certain Finley. Yeah. Yeah. Finley. And, uh, I mean, Finley hates Kleiner senior, right? Like he just thinks they hate each this other. Guy's a, yeah. The, the, he hates him. And Kleiner senior, you know, is always like, Oh, you're a big city guy. Yeah. He stuff keeps like calling that, him which, city boy. Yeah. Which is a fair one. I guess that he is, you know, it's small town, but still it's like, he seems to be acting in good faith as you know, so far. I mean, it's, I it's, mean, he, he cleans the statues in town. Like, where have you ever been in your life where the statues are regularly cleaned and polished? Yeah, That's the thing about Kleiner. I don't have statues I don't, where I live at all. 
bullshit. There's statues in every city everywhere, and they're never cleaned. No, ever. I don't live in a sta- in a city that doesn't have a single statue in it, city I live in. Oh, I can't believe you're lying on this show right now, just like Jack Reacher, the liar. Um, I'm going to sneeze here in a second, so... That's why, like, it's it's sort of tough for me to just sort of, like, I feel a sneeze coming on. So it's just like, oh, I'm going to start talking. Okay, I'm going to sneeze. Very, oh, oh, hang on. It might go away. Oh, no. <coughs> I hate it when they go away. <coughs> Gross. <coughs> He's okay. getting sneeze all over his fucking microphone. No, right I sneeze now. to the side of it. Yep. You got sneeze on your microphone. That's what I call snot, sneeze. Ridiculous. Okay, um, so uh, we, there's a little conversation between Reacher and Roscoe where he says, hey, I don't want to I want to keep you safe. I don't want you involved, which is a really weird conversation because she's a police officer at that point. And he keeps saying that to her and she keeps getting mad at him like he doesn't know how to not get into a fight with yeah. Roscoe. He yeah. has no idea. He's just like, I'll protect you. She's like, I fucking asked you not to protect me. But he can't I help it. He can't help fight. it because he doesn't want somebody to die because they love to reach her. You know what I mean? Um, That's true. And and so you can understand that he's love he doesn't want. He's, he's like, he's like, hey, I don't fuck your life up and get killed the way that my fucking stupid brother got his fucking girl killed. You know, I don't want to have the same mistakes as him. I want to live better than him and a better, more um, meaningful life than him, which isn't that hard. Okay, so uh, uh, then we find out immediately Roscoe gets a phone call, and it's the racist mayor, um, and he... I have still not seen any evidence of his racism. But just the way he looks. And the, it you is... can't do that. You can't judge. It. I've always said this. You can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, and okay. You're right. In the show, you're right. You're right. You're going to get proof that yeah. you can't judge a book by its cover. You know? Well, that's not true. Are you referring to the end of this episode? <laughs> not the very end. I'm referring to what took place in memphis okay later on okay when they, okay when they go to talk to uh uh okay a nice guy i believe fisherman I'll, I'll, we'll get to it we'll yeah. get to it no, well, hey, hey, hey another we'll, one. Oh, the different one okay well hey we'll get to all of it don't worry everyone don't worry <laughs> um so uh-uh. finley is um uh, uh you know says hey you're you just lay low. We're going to uh, try to figure this whole situation out, me and Big Reach. Uh, and mentions again that the professors are out of the country, which is kind of a really uh, convenient plot point. It seems like maybe they'll have some very important information. I don't know why. Like They needed to reveal that they existed, but now they don't need them in the storyline for a bit, so they have them just away like... Can you not contact them while they're away? I mean, it's present day. Well, I have a, I have a request from you. Chris. Okay. And and when you say that they are solving this crime or whatever, yeah. Uh, make sure that you're re- referencing Joe because he's also part of big part 
of solving this crime. Just letting you know. I don't like when you I say mean, they I, because it, it makes it sound like you're talking Roscoe, Jack, and Finley. I don't even know there why it does. Fourth person. I don't know. Three, they doesn't mean three just because it sounds similar. Those two words sound similar. I it guess could, I'm saying clarify that it means Jack, Roscoe, Finley, and Joe. Just, I just want to clarify that for the people listening. Okay, so the people solving the crime, Jack mostly, Roscoe, Finley, and uh, to a much lesser degree, and I guess did lay some groundwork for it, but then got his dumbass killed and got a bunch of other people killed, Joe Reacher. Well, um, I, I just clarify for the audience, just it's Joe's one of the solvers. I'm just saying that he's an investigator and he's you know, not he anymore. Past tense. Can you use past tense? Can you use past nope. tense to describe his dead I ass? I can't do that. I will not. Uh, it, posthumous. Maybe I'll say posthumously solve the crime because in the end, we know they're going to solve the crime. And uh, well, I know if they are, Joe you don't it. know. Because I've I seen all the episodes do. and you haven't. So you actually don't know shit. <laughs> all right. All right. And I know so, everything. So um, they uh, something weird happens then where Reacher just kind of does one of his things where he's like, hey, what about the guy Gray who's like your mentor? <laughs> and everyone's like, wait, what? We were talking about him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, the gun that he gave you. Um, Why would he give that to you? before he was going to kill himself that doesn't make sense i think yeah. what what else you know what else did he give you and he's like oh there's this box and he's like let me go find it uh or let's go find it and let me go see if i can get into it by pushing some little buttons on the side or whatever <laughs> well he did check to see if there were like secret compartments first yeah before but, he pressed the button oh, you no, give him that. that's part of the secret compartments is it's like it's all part of the check right so i mean he just you know as soon as he gets a hold of that box it's like you could get a hundred people give him a hundred years to look at it they would never find what's in there he'll find it in five seconds you know he uses yeah, and, and the, this is a new thing by the way sorry but uh, this is a new thing reacher senses i call them like spidey senses like a similar thing reacher senses is like a way that he like susses things out he like figures things out you know um that like you or i couldn't and it doesn't it sort yeah. of defies logic sometimes it's a special power he has it's a thinking like it's like yeah. uh, uh he can think and just pull stuff out of the air because you're right they weren't even talking about this gray guy yeah. Not even a little bit. No, he didn't no. come up in conversation. No, no, no. Uh, totally Finley doesn't air. even know Reacher got his gun, you know, because he's like, oh, how do you know about this box? Hey, the gun's gone. It's like, hey, you guys, could he's a teammate here. You could have told him yeah. where the gun is, you know. Um, But the inside the hidden compartment is a little key, tiny little key. Uh, and they say, okay, where the heck did this guy, you know, Reacher says, where'd this guy go? And he, cause he's getting his Reacher senses going again, the, the little things on the top of his head are going, you know, and, and they say, oh, he only went here and here. And Reacher says, that's not true. Dumb Fox. He actually yeah. went somewhere else, a little somewhere called the barber shop. And if you had on your bingo card the barber guy showing back up again, and you are correct, uh, because that's where they go. And this guy had it the whole time. Yeah. 
So could have said something. Could have said something. Like I don't want to give this guy a hard time, but like this old barber who knew, who basically you know good friends with this guy. This guy gives him this chest uh, and says, "Hey." give it to my basically this girl who's like my daughter roscoe you know her you know she, we're a small town give it to her it, uh and nobody else and then yes. and then the guy's just like okay sounds good and he never mentions it to her <laughs> yeah i agree i was weirded out by that too it's like why didn't you fucking this could have cut out two episodes yeah, there would, it would be useless to we could have cut out two full episodes and like really efficiently solve this case. Yeah, no, most definitely. There was some that was a little bit um, strange. Uh, Reacher mentions again at this point, there's a, he says the, his famous line. It's a hell of a lot of animal feed. And that's yes. one of my favorite things about the show is it's like. Sometimes the show will like have a little clue or whatever. As far as like, oh, this might be something to to remember, like, but there's a lot of them and you're trying to figure out. Whereas this is like, it, it's very, I mean, imagine if they didn't, imagine if it didn't have anything to do with animal feed, but, <laughs> but it's like they, I've never seen a show make it so obvious. Yeah. They do bring it up so much in like, like three or four but, times this episode. Yeah. And also, I like the fact that everybody tells them, you know, oh, this animal feed stuff is bullshit, you know, quit focusing on it, because it really telegraphs that this animal feed means a lot. Yes, For of later course. on. I don't know when, but uh, I, I, I suspect, do. I actually suspect that the animal feed is the counterfeit money. So that's my suspicion. Huh, interesting. And I have to, of course, play a poker face because I, of course, know what's happened already. Um, now, something interesting happens here, too, is that uh, Roscoe gives it back a little bit to Reacher, so he's going to cut his balls off. Um, but a, a more interesting thing that happens is the old barber gives a little bit of uh, attitude to Finley about his food selection because hey, he asked for a hey do you have any salad and he says yeah i got tomato salad uh it's tomato with mayonnaise between two uh you know because he's asked for something other than the sandwich he's like between two pieces of bread you're holding it right there and you want to know who loves this reacher <laughs> i mean well, let me say let me say this about that so we know a few things about all the characters. And Finley is basically doesn't curse, mm -hmm. used to follow the rules, and only eat salad. That's yep. what we know about Finley. It's like he's a big-time salad guy. Um, now, I, um, I didn't play the fight, so I just want to play the fight as well. Whereas this is a this is a theme for this episode is me going back to play clips from stuff we talked about before. Now let me tell you something about Roscoe Conklin. That little cock teasing. Reacher put up with misogyny. No, I like I, that about Reacher. Reacher slapped him in the face. By the way. And then yeah. pulled the tablecloth off and kicked the table at the other guys. Yeah. Uses a tablecloth to wrap the guy's head off, elbows him. 
Oh, kick the chair into his face. I like yeah, that. That was a nice move. move. Grabs the guy's leg, kicks his. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it, knife. Knife time. It is really funny, right? The way that Reacher almost like looks at him then and goes like, oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like nervous about this puny kid with a steak knife. You can't. I mean, you would have to like really work hard to kill somebody with a with a steak knife that size. Yeah, totally. You know? Let alone, yeah, especially Reacher. <laughs> I know. You know, I don't even know if it would go through his pecs. Yeah, I don't think because you have to stab him in the heart, and I don't think you can get to Reacher's heart with a steak knife. It's crazy. Like, who does KJ think he's fighting, Joe Reacher? Whoa. Okay. That's we don't even know what Joe Reacher looks like. I'm just saying. So, well, we know he sounds like Jack, but enough. We that, know he sounds like Jack. Like his I, voice box exactly the same. Ex extrapolating his voice box to be large, I'm sure he's he's probably even like a couple inches bigger, like taller than Jack. Not a chance. Uh, from back background videos and stuff like that, we can see that he's a little bit bigger. So. He's something. older. He's older. So when they're younger, maybe he's bigger because, you know, but that's give me a break, man. He's not bigger. He's not bigger. Um, hmm. OK, so okay. they they find a bunch of files inside the chest um, that uh, Gray uh, left for Roscoe, her. Um, it was like her father figure, her mentor, basically. Um, and they, they look into it and they see that the Kleiner Fund is basically used to buy off everyone in town, which is kind of information we already assumed and knew. Um, but they have no proof. Um, they say we need to figure out why they're using Margrave for this counterfeit money thing. And Reacher's like, I fucking know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I also want to say that, like, if I could move to a town like Margrave and have some rich guy just give me money all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I could even see him as a villain, really. Oh, he's come just on. He's handing people cash. No, all that's not really how it's happening. He's giving. He's, no, he's giving people money to cover up when they when there's problems, when he's doing bad things. He's not just Good giving money. people money like some sort of fucking philanthropist for the town giving everyone money for no reason i mean come on man come it's on UBI. man it's basically no universal come basic income come on jack come on jack what come on man <laughs> i i just i please and i'm saying that not like jack reacher what? i'm saying that like joe biden is saying that and by the way i just want to say joe biden joe reacher anyways um That's, so I'd like, tell me what he's covering up though that's the real question here like he's not really covering anything too bad up who he's fucking counterfeiting money kleiner all he's doing is counterfeiting money jack reacher's harassing him uh asking him about his animals and shit joe like reacher that. joe reacher started this entire investigation he's the one who shut down all counterfeiting in, a, in all of the u.s which by the way before you said was a good thing and now all of a sudden you're you're representing it as a bad thing that you can't just no, have counterfeiting's it not bad that's what I'm saying. Kleiner is not really a bad guy. So then if, 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 counterf if counterfeiting it. is not bad, then why did your hero fucking Joe Reacher shut down <laughs> so many small businesses in, in America and is now trying to shut it down internationally, including trying to shut down Kleiner, who you said wasn't doing anything, doing anything bad. I rest my case, your honor. Um, okay. 
Okay, I'll let so you have that, but I'll just say when you're working for the Secret Service, you know, you don't get to pick what jobs you get. Yeah, you do. It like, sounds like he somebody- he definitely did. He literally picked his job. They actually said earlier on how Joe picked his own assignments and how he's the one that uh that he was the head of the department and that he assigned himself to this. So he literally picked his own assignment. Right. I understand that, but he, he was in charge. Here's what I see. Mm. A guy's in charge of stopping counterfeiting. You know, maybe he even doesn't even think counterfeiting's all that bad. He just that's his job. He's gotta go stop all the counterfeiting. Yeah. And I mean, that's I heard what he was him, doing. I heard him talking about it and and it sounded like he fucking loved it and he has loved being a cop and shutting it down and shutting down small business. Um <sighs> okay, so um Reacher basically says, Hey, this is the reason they do it here is because it's a perfect distribution center. There's no better distribution center in the whole damn world. Uh, You know, you can just fucking basically throw every, you know, they could bring it in here and they can distribute it everywhere for some reason. I didn't really understand what he was saying on the map. Did you? No. (laughs) It's something about, like, I think there's just a lot of freeways. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it was like you could avoid the, the certain freeways that have certain law enforcement jurisdictions or something like that. It had to oh do with that. God. I think it's something that was goofy. I, no, it was just beyond our scope of knowledge. You know, he's just a, it was just a little too advanced for us. Um, no, it was silly. It was he was basically like there's a lot of freeways right here. That's why this is a good place. As if there's not a lot of freeways everywhere. And I'll say this about Jack. What do you know about here? law enforcement jurisdiction on freeways? What do you know about it? Do you know anything about it? One. I know that yeah, like, you know one. You probably control. know about one. You probably know about one out of a hundred. That's yeah, I agree. If you're smuggling in stuff to the United States, why would you smuggle it to Georgia and not Florida, where the ocean is? I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> yep, that's what I'm saying. Jack Reacher's theory is weird. Um, basically, though, they realize there's some sort of blockade that went in place. Uh, the coast, coast Guard or something, and that stopped them. So that's why the business has gone kind of wild and why they might be killing people, they figure. Um, but we don't, that was kind of vague information given there. Uh, then there's a flashback, and this is the infamous flashback where Joe, uh, Joe the little puss puss, <laughs> comes back and says, I'm sorry. And they he did and, the right thing. <laughs> No, 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 no. The right thing was what our man Jack did. And they said, he said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the left side of your face doesn't look like the right side. You know, badass line. Fucking badass. Let me me say this, though. Like the walk off, the walk off after. Are you kidding me? Well, the Reacher dad is going to get punished at work if these apologies don't take place. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so Joe, being a polite, well-behaved kid, is like, oh, oh hey, I'm my Joe. dad's job. Hey, no, man, I want to hurt my dad's job because I'm, I want to, my job's down math factory. <laughs> math factory. I'm just saying that, like, I would have probably apologized to save my dad's yeah, job. Yeah, of course you would have. Of course Jack, you, of course you would have, because like, that's fuck, that's why I'm the Jack and you're the Joe. Jack's like, fuck my dad. I don't care. Yeah, probably. Fuck he probably me. had a good Enjoy reason. Your punishment. If he did say that, he had a good reason. I'm sure his dad was probably a fucking. His dad was probably a piece of shit. 
Maybe it's a possibility, but I don't know. I haven't seen evidence of that yet. Um, Reacher gets a little message from his old pal Neely, and Neely's one of the only ones who can go toe to toe with Reacher. Truly, oh, more yeah. so than Roscoe, like is actually truly badass as well. Um, and Neely, Neely says, uh, uh, "Hey, I I can't tell you where I am. I can't." tell you anything about this and reacher's like i'll find her and <laughs> he uses his reacher sense and he starts saying oh she wouldn't do this she wouldn't do this blah 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 she would go to a hotel here she would look for something like this and then he goes into this place and he says ha i knew i'd find you and what does she say to him i knew i'd find you reacher but you've been played because the reality of it is he just knew what she, she he she knew what he knew what she would be. I mean, he, she was a step ahead of him even. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty good. I yeah. think I, I do like Neely so far. She did go to a restaurant and order cocoa puffs. She had cocoa puffs. She made odd. a, she made a comment about it. Um, how that's why she wanted cocoa puffs. She got Rachel some food though. She had, she knows she knew that, um, he would be hungry. So she got food for him, which was nice. Um, they uh they discover something kind of important in this uh moment though um is that there was an epa agent that's the info that she has is that there was an epa yeah. agent on that list the whatever the initials were on the list that we they didn't know about they they, they were list. yeah on joe's list um because you know he, he could have just written the fucking name, but instead he made it all hard on everyone, all cryptic and weird and shit. Um, yep. So, Mister Evidence. Yeah, more like misdirection, as in like fucking making it harder for everybody and sending them in the wrong direction uh, on an investigation because you're too lazy to write out a full fucking name for somebody. Mm. Um, I don't know. He's he's protecting his evidence and you know i like that because that's kind of like what a hard worker does you know he puts his head down he collects his evidence he doesn't punch people in the face so i like that about him yeah puss puss um okay so so uh neely says to reach her at one point um by the way they this is the conversation that they have here where they're walking. I was, I alluded to it earlier. They're walking in the park and she just gives them so much information. There's an EPA agent on the list. Uh, he was killed. Uh, there's a bunch of other stuff. He has a CI and um, no, the confidential informant, this cop that she was working with before might know who the hitman is, who, um, was was responsible for whose murder do you even know like which one they were talking about she was looking for the hitman a, a low-level hitman but who killed to who? find out who killed well, i don't remember who they're trying to find. yeah i don't uh, the know EPA maybe guy. yeah I, oh EPA the, guy the, AP, the, the epa guy so it's all related to the same one okay yeah yeah um and Neely basically says to Reacher at this point, are you going to kill a lot of people? And he says, I already started. Really, really yeah. badass line. <laughs> uh, very, very cool. Um, but they discover as well in that conversation that he was uh, investigating toxic levels of, um, what, what was it, pollution in the Mississippi River in this one particular part. 
Uh, so yes. that's why they decided they're going to go to that particular part uh, to go look into this and figure out what's going on. Uh, a little cool scene where a kid asks uh, Reacher why he's so big, and he says genetics. Very, very cute yes. scene. Very cute. It was nice. It made him seem like a sweet guy. Which he is. Which he is. Which he is. Which he absolutely is. Um, but, yeah, I get it. Um, so Roscoe is now with that, uh, invest the, the guy she meets with, whatever that guy's name is, who he like works on the computer. He probably would love Joe. He's kind of a nerdy guy. He does like crime scene <laughs> investigations. Coroner. Stuff. He's the yeah. coroner. Okay. Um, so she's looking over old autopsy photos of gray, her, um, mentor and sees something that looks like diamonds inside the wound and this yeah. i guess she realizes something and, she, and it, it triggers something in her mind where she knows now who's responsible for his murder and that he, he was not he did not kill himself he was in fact murdered so this is huge huge breaking story in the in the episode and in the storyline altogether Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that is some good. That's Roscoe really did some Reacher style detective work. There. Yeah, I was very impressed. with. She's her. been picking up pointers working with him. Obviously, she's been spending time working with him. So it makes sense. Um, yeah. Now they go down and they see this guy, uh, Reacher and Neely go and see this guy who's fishing on the river and he gives them the information clear on Ken chemicals is who's responsible for all of this, uh, pollution. And of course, parent company Kleiner industries. What do you know? Your your, your good friend Kleiner, who apparently does done nothing wrong, says Brian, uh, is, is polluting this entire stretch of river completely destroyed this small town. So very, very cool. No, that's, I mean, like we hate here on Reacher Roundtable, we hate pollution. I'm going to say it for both of us, Chris. Yeah, I do. don't like pollution. I don't like it at all. I hate it. And maybe Kleiner Industries like pollutes the river. Yeah. But maybe Kleiner doesn't even know about that, you know? Like, oh, how would he I, I didn't not know? They know. Were doing that. How would he not know? Of course he knows. Top of the fucking, he's at the top of the company, man. They don't tell you everything, you know. So, Roscoe is pissed off and shows up at the police station, and we now know who she accuses or who she uh, assumes is is responsible for the the death of the, her mentor, and it is the thought to be racist mayor. Uh, teal and she comes up and what does she do she punches him square in his probably bigoted nose and absolutely socks him and uh finley has to break it up and says oh you're you know you've gone wild they're gonna arrest you now i gotta get you out of town um so uh, she's getting out of town meanwhile our friends reacher and neely uh go in and meet uh, uh, with these um, two police officers. Uh, what do you think of these two guys when we first see them? Um, I don't, I, I really, I was like, these guys are really trying to help out, and that's kind of nice, except for, and I don't know his name, so I'm just going to call him the white guy. He is like, oh, I'm scared, you know, yeah. we got to get out of this, and he seems like kind of a coward, Yeah, which I don't. I don't like to see in Reacher, you know, on this show. 
Period. You you don't want to see a coward. Yeah, Everybody's most of the cowardly characters they they thoughtfully killed them off before the series started. So you know, you don't have to see them at all in the episodes because they were killed off early on, and they're now their brother is just investigating the crime. Whoa. Um. Okay. No, 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 no. So it's, it's, Joe's not a coward. Cut it out. Um. So. They go to a strip club, by the way. So you do see some nudity in this episode. Yeah, baby. <laughs> a little bit of yeah. nudity. Um, and uh, they get the information that from this guy that, which, by the way, they're just out in the open having a conversation. They're in full cop uniform. And the CI <laughs> is sitting at a table with them in the strip club out in public. And then he's like, I don't think a stripper will come over here and give me a dance with these cops here. And it's like, well, probably not after either. It's like yeah, well no. lit. Like everyone sees you sitting with these police officers informing on people probably. Um, but yeah, he says the Viking. That's who they're looking for. The Viking. That sounds kind of cool and scary, right? Yeah, it's going to be a huge dude. I just know it. You know? Yeah, the I hope Viking. so. I hope so. And I, I of course, know. You but know. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I've never seen the Viking. So um, Excited to find out what he looks like. So, also, Neely teaches a, a guy uh, a little lesson in consent because he's kind of grabby in the strip club, and she bow, 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 gives him, you know, give him, gives him a one over. Reacher's going to go do it, and then she's like, no, I got this one, which is kind of a cool moment. Reacher can take a break from always fucking cleaning up everyone's mess and helping everyone in need, you know. Um, That's a good nice, point. Nice for him to be able to sit down and just kind of relax. Um, yeah, that was pretty cool that she did it. And but it, all it really did was make me want to see Neely versus Reacher, you know, who true. wins that fight. That might know? be something for season 2 perhaps, you know. Or yeah, maybe I'm hey, hoping. oh, or maybe season 1, I mean. Also. You spoiled it. You spoiled it for all of us that haven't seen the whole show. Wow. Neely doesn't fight Jack Reacher. Sick. And I'm such a stoner that she might, and I might have forgotten it. So okay, <laughs> that would be, uh, but I don't think that they do. I honestly don't think that they do fight. Um, so okay, so uh, uh, they get a call from Picard, Captain Picard from the FBI, who is Finlay's buddy, who's looking over the watching over Hubble's family, and says basically, "Hey, listen, I got to get back to work." <laughs> You know, he's like, I gotta get back to the office. They're asking about me for crying out loud, which fair enough. I mean, I guess in this situation, he's been gone for quite a while, I guess. Um, and they have a good solution, though, that Roscoe is going to go and watch over the Hubble family. Makes sense. Get her out of town and she can watch over the family as well. She's a trained cop. She's she's a badass as well. She's a killer. Um yeah. Finley then says, hey, I'm going to go to Kleiner's office because, again, he doesn't follow rules anymore. He's now a rogue anymore. cop. Uh, so he said, I'm going to go get the information I need from there after hours. Uh, you know, no security cams. Uh, so let's go and do. Uh, he said, yeah, let's uh, I I'll go and do that. Uh, and then and then we can meet up and hang out. And he hangs up the phone and then reaches with Neely and the two cops. And I'll tell you what, the freaking unthinkable happens, and I'm just going to play it right here because I have it. This time I'm not going to have to pull back on it. When we get to the precinct, we'll go through the alias database. We'll look up Viking, see what pops up. People behind this have reach. Maybe even into Memphis PD. We can't just walk right in. 
No, we can't. No, no. What are you doing, man? Riverdale, hold on. Shoot him a coin. So the the one cop, the nervous cop, he's driving, and he pulls a gun on the other cop, who was the main one who was actually helping. Being helpful, yes. Being helpful. Put the gun down. Listen to me. You gotta shoot him. They threatened to torch my family. They showed me a video of them cutting your weapon and fire. You don't have to do this. There's no need to do this. You don't have to do this. Don't shoot him. Don't shoot him. I didn't get why Jack didn't was yelling, pull your gun out and shoot him when like here in a second, he's going to start kicking the screen. Yeah. Why didn't he do that? Yeah. Why didn't he do that quicker instead? of? I think he thought if he kicked it because he had to do that a bunch of times. Right. So I think he figured if he kicked it once, he'd shoot him. Right. Maybe the gun would have fallen out of his hand. though. is what I was thinking when I saw it. You know, Breacher's got a powerful kick. He could have kicked. We're about to see that. Yeah. So this guy's crying, basically saying I was threatened, you know, by these guys yeah. in the black cars with the tinted windows. I still wouldn't do it. So, so. I'm going to pull the woods. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to shoot you real quick. They look at shot. each other like, That's don't it. think so. <laughs> Boom. Now they're You're kicking definitely out. not going to shoot me really quick. They just drove right off the side of the cliff into the water. Yeah. Yeah, I would have simply kicked a lot faster. Hey, hey, the life. Help, give me hunger, please, help! Who threatened you? Uh, I don't know! I need a knife! Help me. I don't know that accent, but all I know, please! Kind of a racist guy thing to say. Who <laughs> also said what the accent is? Like, no idea. There's so many people with accents. Yeah, that's... Reacher's mom has a fucking accent. Totally. <laughs> Could have been Reacher's mom. Please. Please let me out. Who, by the way, is Joe Reacher's mom as well? Yeah, that's true. My friend I and I are this. getting out of here. I can try and take you with us, but if I do, you're going to jail. And they'll kill you inside. So and then they'll come to your family, and you know what they'll do to them. It's your call. I know, Larry. So this Reacher just tells this guy, yo, you're going to die anyways. But it is it is kind of a psycho. I just changed it I back to it. the knife fight. But it is kind of a psycho move because drowning apparently is such a horrible way to die. And... <laughs> um, it, like he is just letting the guy die. <laughs> <laughs> he even says I could I, I could be saving you right now, but let's have a conversation actually yeah. real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird behavior. Really weird behavior, Jack. but I trust him. <laughs> he knew he knew that this cop was trouble and if he let him live it was gonna be trouble probably. So I trust Reach. Uh, I trust my main man, Reach. Um, and then him and Neely uh, go their separate ways. They say their goodbyes. See you later. Uh, we pick up with Finlay, who's b- uh, breaking into Kleiner, uh, the Kleiner Industries office. He goes into the office of Kleiner Sr. And what does he find? Brian, the big reveal. Kleiner has been killed, Cl- which means he was innocent the whole time. <laughs> oh, no, it doesn't. It does. No way. Why would he be killed? 
it does. You understand people in the midst of a conspiracy often get taken out by other members of the conspiracy. That happens all the time. You think that he it means that he was totally innocent? I think that, yeah, basically, you know, uh, and it's going to be real bad for the town, too. That's where the real problem is, because he's not going to be able to pay people anymore to just exist. Uh, very sad. Very sad ending. Uh, things are going to change in Margrave from here on out for the better this guy was a tyrant he, he had, he, had, he, had the, he was handing out money he had the fucking town under his thumb i mean that's not in modern society that's not the way we operate these aren't feudal times you i know? would love it if i mean somebody they, <laughs> had my town under their thumb and by the way just handing me money by the way everyone who's listening i understand that is still how we operate for the most <laughs> part <laughs> but, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Just in a little bit of a different way. Um, okay, well, it's time for our awards um, for the episode. Uh, the quote of the episode, best scene of the episode, and episode MVP. I'll go to you, Brian, uh, for your favorite quote of the episode. Uh, this comes from, actually, Reacher said this uh, when the cowardly cop was saying he didn't want to do it. Yeah. He didn't want to help out Reacher and um, Neely. He said, if it was worth my brother's life, then it's sure as hell worth yours. Yeah, that's a uh... <laughs> very weird, very bad thing to say yeah. uh, in a way. Really weird line. Uh, mine also comes from our man Reacher as a young Reacher. Uh, my favorite line, of course, was him saying, I'm sorry, the left side of your face doesn't look like the right because he said, I'm sorry. And then he fucking, and I'll say, I'm, he said, I'm sorry. I guess he said it the way the Americans say it. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, and then he like, let it like a couple of beats, you know, like he like, let it hang. And he's like, I'm sorry that your fucking left side of your face don't look like the right. And then boom, he did like a walk off, like. Full on like slow mo walk off like just incredible line. Uh, what was your was but what was your top scene? My top scene would have to be the dog scene where Reacher and Finley they kind of were like we're not playing by the well Finley was like we're not playing by the rules anymore. We're gonna fucking go and save this dog. Yeah, finally. Yeah, and uh, I like that he punched the guy in the face and put the thing on him. Yep. No, no, that was a good scene. Hey, that was an early scene. I mean, one of the first scenes of the episode. And I'm going to say my favorite scene of the whole thing was the last scene. And that was seeing Kleiner's fucking stupid ass dead. And I was happy to see sadistic. him dead. That's sad say sadistic, what you just said. You don't ever say you want to see people dead. Dude, come on, man. It's a preacher behavior. Actually, yeah, exactly. And remember, we love him. That's why we started this podcast. Do don't like you him. remember? Do, I'm not saying I don't like Reacher. I just you you've can't, said numerous you times just... that you don't like him. You said numerous no, times. I like him. Yeah, I do like him. You just prefer Joe. Joe. I you... I like Joe. I think he's a more cerebral guy. Um, yeah, definitely. And, and, yeah, and then his brains got blown out. <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's like intellectuals a little yeah. more than i like thugs which is what i think jack reacher is i agree and i hey i like thugs more than i like intellectual nerds so it makes sense i'm the jack you're the joe we could just accept that okay so our episode mvp M episode mvp who are you going with on this one brian this is so obvious this week you will 
you'll totally agree with I me. agree I'm that it say. is. I agree it's 100%. Should, wait, should we say it? Should we say it all on the count of three? Do it. Yeah. Because I honestly think this is one week where, because I agree, we don't agree on tons of stuff, but I do think that this is one week where it's so obvious that it doesn't matter what we that like how we feel our personal feelings our biases we're gonna say the same thing and it will be kind of a unifying moment for everyone so let's cool. do it okay so we'll go on so three two one boom like that Neely. okay no oh. <laughs> <laughs> well well I was well I was gonna say Reacher. <laughs> Neely. Yeah, I thought it was Reacher. Um I just thought Reacher, honestly, like he kicked some major ass. He stood up stuck up for his girl he went psycho boyfriend mode and kicked a bunch of people's uh, ass at a restaurant, which was very, very cool. Um he used a lot of Reacher sense to uncover a lot of uh mysteries and was just a you know, he was he had some great lines as well. Very funny throughout the episode also. And Neely was really helpful to Reacher, actually move the investigation along further, mm -hmm. and whip the guy's ass in the strip club. I so agree. Neely. I mean, Neely was great. Um, definitely a close second to Reacher. And, you know, like, Joe was, like, number 12 of this episode as far as on the list of it because there's, like, a lot of, like – he doesn't even rank like even like the cop who was like settling down the racist mayor. He's ahead of Joe. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Um, I am going to uh, I, what I've decided I'm going to do is release all the video episodes as one pa thing on a YouTube channel. Just put it up when they're all done so people can just go there, watch the season and then watch the the episode recaps. Um, that's what I think I'm going to do, but Hey, if you're listening to, it, I hope you're enjoying them. Uh, we're having a lot of fun. Um, Jack Reacher for life. Go Reacher, baby. Sorry. Your mic cut out at the end there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen up and watch if you're able to a podcast called the Reacher Roundtable. Sounds like a sex move, but I swear it's not. I wrote it down. Never heard it out loud. Got Brian Reacher and his friend Chris Reacher. It's a Reacher Round Table. Reacher, 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 Reacher Round Table. Uh.